Welcome to something different. We are something different. Say something different. Yeah, I'm different. This entertainment podcast will keep you updated with need to know information, the hottest conversation topics, and some jokes here and there. I cannot believe what I am hearing. Well, you better believe it. Join us every week on this mystical adventure. Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. So sit down with your friends, family, and pets. Hi, doggy. And enjoy. So then I go outside, and it's like 2.30 in the morning, and then Andrew all of a sudden pops out of the trunk of a car wearing nothing but socks, and then a... Oh, oh, oh. Hi, folks. Welcome to episode 9 of Something Different. Uh, this is the podcast where we talk about fun things, and you get to listen. So today, uh, we're a little short-staffed. We have Andrew Hanks and myself, Juliet. Unfortunately, has finals to study for, so she will not be joining us. But that does... Yeah, life is a highway, <laughs> and we're going to ride it all night long. And we're going to ride it all night until Troy leaves us inevitably. Oh, man, you, takes his job always, in Colorado. you just like to bring that up. I'm, I'm sorry. bringing it up because I think the people that are listening should know. They'd be proud of our of our young son, oh. the first of the Something Different crew to, to leave us on to bigger and better things. I apologize, and I'm taking my equipment with me. Yeah. So. <laughs> we'll make it work. So, we'll unfortunately, this will be way. the last week of this Something Different podcast. But we have, we still have one more episode that we're going to come out with. So, uh, we'll leave you with something real good. But this is going to be a great podcast. Obviously, we're playing Life is a Highway by Rascal Flats for a reason. Andrew, what's that reason? Uh, because we're talking about travel. Boom. Summer is uh, just around the corner. It's for the many of us, it is the, the end of the week. For others of us, it is maybe at the end of the month or maybe in a few weeks. So, we want to take you guys on a journey about travel and about vacation. So we took, this was an idea I had a while back. I actually saw a tweet about like just cheap travel and like how if you really want to get out there, there are ways to travel and you don't think it's, it doesn't have to be as expensive as you think. I think a lot of the times the common misconception is, oh, travel will cost so much money to travel. Right. Like you have to be rich. It's scary. You know, like, yeah. but like, hey, hey, we can find some trips definitely domestically, you know, within the country. There's so much of so much to see that like what's fine. What's plan a trip for under five hundred dollars? Yeah, for yourself, you give yourself five hundred bucks. You know, maybe getting a group of people so you can save a little bit more. But if you give yourself five hundred bucks, how far does that get you? How much fun can you have? So that's our premise today, and we're going to you know just talk all things travel, favorite vacations, and we even broke down a whole plan. So maybe you guys yeah. want to take this trip, this specific trip that we've planned for you. There's two two trip plans you can choose one or the other i think they're very diverse so you might you might enjoy this a lot you yeah might, you might just you might just find yourself on this vacation in a few weeks who knows yeah well a lot of i think both of our vacations that we kind of planned out had to do with where we're located right now mm-hmm. oh um, yeah oh big thing big thing is like yeah all these have to do with because we're in phoenix now granted if you're listening to this from somewhere else obviously your starting point will be wherever you live but for us we're basing it out of phoenix so i think rule number one is know your surroundings and know other areas that are you know maybe like a six hour drive away Mm -hmm. that's doable and you can make a little vacation out of it um andrew do you want to start off with your trip yeah i'll start with mine so um this is actually more planned out than it was the first time we recorded this episode (laughs) this is this is take this is take two two. (laughs) take two 
All right. And why did we have to do two takes? Because the first time, um, I had taken a monster right before <laughs> we were recorded, so I was literally on one. Like, I was crazy. Like, you think I've been on one, the, like, the last couple weeks? This was bad. I talked 90% of the episode. It was just a, it was literally, it became a one-man show at some point. And I was very, Julie and I were very unprepared with our, based on, like, compared to, like, what Troy had planned out, we were super unprepared. So. Right. We so just I took the day and I planned out a vacation and I'm like I should just take this vacation at this point I planned it out yeah. so much like this is actually seems like a really fun one I'm excited so to hear what it is Andrew's travel plan well, that's so, a good name I think Troy why don't you just tell us where your vacation is located just so people have an idea like where are you going my vacation is located in the sunny beaches of San Diego California wow cool did you win the wheel of fortune spin to get that one <laughs> I wanted to make that like uh you know the yeah, the, the announcer voice, mm-hmm. kind of. And you're taping, you'll be taking home a trip to California. All right. Not only that, you get a Nissan Altima that oh, comes boy, in red. A Nissan Altima, hell yeah, that's my favorite kind of car. Uh, okay, so that's my so car. Troy's doing a beach, you know, something a little like bit beaches. more, a little bit more maybe in the city, kind of. I was like, let's get away, let's uh, get away oh, from life. Okay, let's go to Kings Canyon. In Sequoia National Park. Now it's right outside of Fresno, California. So the distance for you is going to be 611 miles from Phoenix. Okay, so it's a little bit of a drive, but it's not. It's still like I'm not super familiar with California, but I know Fresno is technically still like. Is it technically is tech is NorCal is it NorCal or SoCal? It's NorCal. Okay, but yeah. it's not. It's not like we're not talking Sacramento, NorCal. Like this is still. Yeah, no, this is it's still, still very, like tech. It's more close. It's closer to the center. Yeah, I'd, I'd say. So it's, it's central California, so it's not super far, but I was literally just looking up national parks. I was looking at a couple. I was looking at some ones in Arizona, and like this came up as a suggestion. I'm like, that looks beautiful. So actually, Kings Canyon is what drove me to it, and I realized that it's actually part of the bigger Sequoia National Park, and then the Sierra National Forest is all in this area. So you have That's so many options cool. when you go here. But I you give, a nature guy, dude? I, I like getting out there. I think it's really cool to like, especially a really – I haven't explored too much of like California's nature. You got I haven't to. been to California oh. that much, so like I'm excited to, you know, to check it out. And like I was, I was looking at the Redwoods. And that's actually up in Sacramento, so that's a little bit – that was like an extra three hours drive. And I'm like, that's going to be a little bit more pricey just with the gas and all that stuff. So for me, I calculated out in my Toyota Tacoma, which is 21-gallon tank, 23 miles to the gallon on the highway. Roughly, I said – it's going to be at about $130 round trip. But I gave I said 170 because you're probably gonna have to fill up an extra time because you're already gonna do some driving within yeah, the park to get true. to the various spots. So I said about 170 for gas is what you need to plan for. Hold up, are you going by yourself? Uh, I would go with someone else. Okay. So this is just this is just the overall cost of the trip. Granted, if you went with one or other person or two other people, you split the gas. You split the gas exactly. Yeah, so nice. all these costs will be split, but just what you guys are gonna have to pay off the top. More than likely, especially in a very inefficient car like the truck, which would be actually cool because you could sleep in the back if you wanted to. You know, you could do a lot yeah. of cool. You could you could have some diversity with it. Granted, you're not going to get the gas mileage or the fuel efficiency of Troy's car. Ha! You know, yeah, sixty miles to the gallon. You're going <gasps> to get something a little bit, you know, something a little bit more extreme. But you would have more options when you get there. You're going to be a little bit. You're not going to. What's going on? Sorry, we're outside right now. Yeah, this is something not. different in the nature, in the wilderness. We're like camping. In we're our like, yeah, we're camping backyard. in our friend's backyard in their patio. So and it's like super windy, and this like palm tree is hitting these electrical wires. So yeah, it's gonna cause a fire. That's gonna be cool. That's yeah. I'm Anyways, actually, okay. So, granted, it gives you more options when you go there to be in a truck, but you know it's a national park. 
so everything's pretty accessible. Like it's special parks are nice because it's about as extreme as you want to make it. So, anyways, then you're gonna need a thirty dollar. You're gonna need to pay for a thirty dollar week long vehicle pass. That's good for one to seven days, and it's one vehicle get you into the park and it gets you into all the parks. It gets you into Kings Canyon and Sequoia National Park. So then, once you get there, you're gonna do camping. My plan is to not stay in hotels, but to do camping, which is so much more fun. You can either sleep in the back of the truck, get some sleeping mats, sleep there, or just pull out into campsites. Campsites are free once you pay there. Like there's not, you can do like group campsites, which cost money, or there's first come, first serve camping, which is more than likely going to be your best option because you're going to save a lot of money that way. And granted, you're going to be in like two to three people with you, so it's you're not going to need a fifteen, six, you know, six to fifteen person site. So the first night you're going to camp at the Sentinel Campground, which is right outside of Kings Canyon National Park. Okay. So Kings Canyon, that after that night, you're going to you're going to hike um the Buena Vista Trail, which is beautiful. Like you go up like you this is kind of like it looks a lot very similar to Yosemite. So you're going to see a lot of just like wide expanses of trees and just like a lot of like beautiful rocks and stuff like that. So this is going to it's about a 2-mile loop. Hmm. So it's a little bit easier for your first day. Really just kind of give you a chance to get settled. Really just take in yeah. just the beautiful scenery. Have you Kings, been there before? I have not. Oh, okay. But but you know you researched these trails and everything. I huh? did. I looked at the trails. Wow. This is, there's a lot of hikes. So you could probably do two in that day, but I would definitely recommend the Buena Vista. It looked beautiful. It's just the right length. You know, I think you're you can, I don't know how extreme you guys are of hikers. Like I'm pretty pretty good so i would wouldn't mind doing a longer trail but you know for your first day and this is just a fun weekend vacation no need to kill yourself just see some beautiful sights you know so Mm. the second night you're going to camp at the whitney whitney portal which is you're going to hike mount whitney day two so be prepared for mount Mount whitney Whitney. this is an extreme vacation so you're going to actually need a permit for that you need a permit to access mount whitney that's the only trail in this national park because they try to preserve it because it's such an a landmark and it's just you know it's it's a it's an icon like mount whitney's very well known so you really you have to have a permit which is fine you know you just got to do that in advance for your trip yeah. just so you do your work before you exactly go and that's the thing yeah. about national parks don't think that you're just going to show up and have fun like you really need to plan out like i've thought about oh i'm going to take a spontaneous trip up to the grand canyon since we're here in phoenix it's like no you really have to give yourself two to three weeks you I would know, love to do that, though. Give yourself some yeah. advance. Exactly. Give yourself some advance because that's really going to save you the money. You know, so you're not so – you can you can guarantee you get a good spot. You know, like you definitely don't want to go and be, you know, be out of luck. So. prepared. So you're going to hike Mount Whitney Day 2, and you'll probably – you'll camp at Whitney Portal um, that night. And then the, for the third night, Courtright Reserve – Reservoir, I'm sorry. Courtright Reservoir is your last thing. And that's going to be really cool because there's a lot of like climbing around there. So I don't, if you guys are like into like, um, you know, free wall climbing and stuff like that, there's a lot of that. And there's a really cool mountain called Eagle peak and it's a really cool loop. Um, it's just kind of like, it's a little offbeat. It's kind of, it's off the beaten trail a little bit. So you'll really kind of get a little bit more wild sense there. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and then, yeah, you just head back. Um, you can have a fire there too, but you're going to need to acquire a fire permit from the Sierra national forest. So you so can do that permits. in their office. Yeah, that's the thing about national parks. Like you're gonna have permits, you know. But overall, and so this this will be your expenses on the trip. So you're gonna have your hundred seventy dollars for gas and driving around, thirty dollars for your vehicle pass, and then you're gonna have food. You're probably wondering, oh, what, what am I gonna eat while I'm there? So, okay, well, Shaver Creek is right outside of Courtright Reservoir. Like that's the little town um, around there. So you that's a whole little town. So you can get they have like a convenient they have like a food store there so you can stock up on, you know, food and snacks and stuff like that. And they also have um 
they also have restaurants there. So I would recommend, you know, budging about 50 bucks for dinner that night to eat something kind of nice while you're there, mm. but right before your last night. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Massages. Treat yourself. Mimosas. Treat yourself. Fine leather goods. Treat yourself. It's the best day of the year. The best day of the year. So then Mount Whitney. So the other two dates you're gonna you're wanna you're gonna wanna bring food beforehand. So I budgeted about $150 for camping and for camping supplies and food. So I already have a tent, I have a backpack and all that stuff. So like I have a lot of this stuff covered, so I'm not super worried about it. But if you have to if you have to spend money on that stuff, you know, I'd budget about 150 bucks just to kind of get the bare necessities, the stuff that you're going to need. This is for the bare necessities, the simple bare necessities. Forget about your worries and your stress. This is gonna be like a camping trip where like you're gonna need to provide all your own meals, like oatmeal, super cheap, you know. You can get, you know, you can boil water. Um, that's going to be, or you can, you can really go as simple as you want, or you can go as nice as you want, depending on, you know, maybe take this trip with someone that has all the gear that you need. So really, plan this trip out with get the right people or borrow the stuff, you know, and then just spend money. Don't spend a ton of money on food, you know, like you can really, yeah. you can a little bit of money can go a long way if you bring with people. So my overall cost for the trip is about is four hundred dollars. That comes up to four hundred dollars. Oh. So you have a hundred dollars left for souvenirs and emergency. And that's costs. like if you're paying for everything. If you exactly. split it, if you split it, then you have some wiggle room. I mean, two people that's two hundred bucks a person. You know, the I mean, the more and more people you you invite, the less you know. Granted, it's car size. Think about think about the drive. The drive sure. is about nine hours. So yeah. kind of prepare for that. Like definitely go in a car with someone you're actually gonna like. You know, by the end of the yeah. trip. So don't. Uh, rule number two: Don't go on a trip with somebody that you don't like. Yeah, that's a big thing. Yeah, you might think that's like, oh yeah, this person's cool, but but really, you're gonna know by the end of the trip because I I. It doesn't matter like who yeah. you're with. You're probably gonna get tired of them. Yeah, um, but go with someone that you know that you've been through some stuff with. So you're like they yeah. you pissed each other off in the past, and you know that you give yourself your space. And then you come back together when you guys have cleared your head. Yeah. But like, don't go on a trip. I mean, this is just for me. Like, I've been. I went on a trip once, a, a road trip with people we weren't super close with. Cooper and I went, and it just we we literally were no longer friends with them. And it was that <laughs> trip was just it was such a disaster. We had By no the end, friends. it just was it was just such a drag on us that you know we didn't have a good enough friendship to fall back on. You know that it just kind of it, it yeah. fizzled away. So sure. really, choose your friends right. Choose people that are going to be adventurous and just that are down for a spontaneous weekend of just like going out and doing stuff. And granted, this is just my plan. This is just what I would do. But sure. the fun thing about being in the wilderness and doing that stuff is just being spontaneous and seeing kind of where where the adventure takes you. So yeah, I think to kind of add to that, like the trip that I took, me and my friend Andre. What up, Andre? Shout out. Uh, we were driving from California to Massachusetts Cape Cod um, and so we had internships out in Cape Cod so we had to drive there and we also had to drive back obviously that's 44 straight hours of driving so we broke down on our way there we took about two weeks and we stopped at a whole bunch of different cities and amazing locations and did a whole bunch of cool stuff but that's a lot of time together mm -hmm. and you know we were pretty cool with each other. I mean, he was like my best friend at the time. So I knew like we would be able to do it. He's the one guy that I wanted to go on this trip with and spend that much time with. It was insane. And then on the way back, we actually drove from Massachusetts to California in three days. So we were stuck in the car for like 80% of the day. No, no, probably more than that, like 90% of the day. And then we would check into cheap hotels and just sleep for a couple hours. Then we hit the road again. But there was a time where we snapped on each other and we were in like 
full-out screaming match. Like, it was ugly for a little bit. And then, like, ten minutes after the argument, we were totally fine. That's good. And we got over it. That's so, good. yeah, I, I like what you said. Go with some friends that you've kind of, like, been through some stuff with because yeah. you know – I mean, you don't have to get along with everybody you go on a trip with. I mean, people are going to annoy you. And, you know, spending just that much time with somebody is just like, yeah, they can get on the nerves a little bit. Exactly. But, yeah, you'll get over it. So make sure you bring somebody to do that. So I like that trip. So you actually going to do it? I hope so. That'd sounds, cool. I mean, I planned it out. I might as well freaking do it. You know? <laughs> yeah. I, spent, I spent about an hour and a half planning it out, so I might as well. Only an hour and a half, too. That's not that bad. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. I mean, honestly, once you get on the National Park's website and start looking up hikes, like you can pretty much plan that trip pretty quickly. You know, granted, like you wouldn't want to just do it next week. You'd want to give yourself, you know, probably mid-June if you want to yeah. plan it. You want to go now. Probably I'd say get somebody who likes to adventure exactly. and do that get kind of stuff, too. Who's down for, you know. Choose DTF, you know, down to freaking hike. <laughs> so, I'm always DTF, down to fun, down to get freaky, down to yeah. <laughs> so nine hour drive though. Have you ever done that before? Oh yeah. Oh okay. Yeah, nine hour drive. Oh, is it's not, no big deal. Yeah, no big deal. Uh, the it's great. Nothing. The drive's nothing. So, that's that's just you get an early start. You know, that's why you gotta take your first night. Take the first day's hike. Just kind of take it easy because you're gonna be getting your sea legs back. You know, after that drive. Yeah, so. Sea legs. Ah, uh, yeah, see, ah, uh, yeah, bloody sea legs, bloody. <laughs> All right. Troy, what's your trip? Okay, Bring it to so us. like I said earlier, my trip is to s- the sunny beaches of San Diego, California. Ooh, ooh, um, ooh. So since we're already in Phoenix, it's about five and a half, six hour drive. So it's not too bad. And so I actually found this place um, off of this you one found website. San Diego? I, <laughs> yeah, That's cool. I discovered it. Uh, But I found this spacious studio with some air quotes, but um, that's literally what it's called, like spacious studio in San Diego. And you get to stay there for $84 a night, and they allow you to have... uh, No, it's not. It's just, it's a home away website is what Ah. it's called. And so they allow you to bring some other person. So I got really specific with this. So I would take this trip from June 11th to June 14th. Um, And so... During that time, so you're there for like three days. So the total cost of housing would be like $368.71. But then you bring somebody else, and then you you cut it down to $184.35. So that's already much, much better. So take about, since I have a um, white Honda Insight named Fleming, um, I get like 60 miles to the gallon, and gas is just not that expensive. Like, I'm on empty. The most I've ever spent on gas is maybe like $25. Wow. So, give or take, maybe $50 for gas. You split it with the you split it with your friend, you know, might come out to be even cheaper. So, that's pretty cool. So, I gave myself around $50 for gas. Food, 50. around $100. You know, you can get by. Maybe don't like gorge yourself or go to these super fancy restaurants in San Diego. But San Diego has some bomb places to eat and you can find some good places for pretty cheap too so i gave myself around a hundred dollars that turns out to be three hundred and thirty four dollars and thirty five cents i'm a big beach lover love to surf just love being in the ocean that's just my thing i could be in there for hours so one of the things that i definitely wanted to do was to go surfing i don't have a surfboard with me we've been in phoenix there's really no need so Looking for a place to rent a surfboard, I found one. You can get a nice fiberglass sur- fiberglass surfboard. You can keep it overnight, so you get it for like two days, and it's only $45. A day? No, total. 
Wow. So you keep it overnight. I think the charge was like $35 for one day, uh-huh. but if you can keep it overnight for 45 So you go surfing. Exactly. Hit so pretty sweet deal, and you get a good surfboard, what too. Part, what beach would you go to in San Diego? Oh, man. I really don't know. It's, uh, it's like, like someone came well, unprepared. That's funny. Well, that's funny. That funny. Fine, take three. Go. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's only a couple miles from the beach, um, Imperial Beach. That's where it's close to. So not bad, not bad at all. So maybe rent a bike, maybe spend a couple dollars on that. And well, then do you have do you have that UFO thing there? You think? Oh. You reckon? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe the bike rental. That's pretty Probably cool. Probably be a good huge idea. Huge in Phoenix, dude. Some some numb nuts literally <laughs> freaking put there in the bike rack in my apartment complex. Someone literally parked that bike. I'm like, hey, that's not your bike. Anyone can use it. It's community cycles, homie. Yeah. Don't lock it up in the freaking bike rack, you dummies. God, that's so annoying. Hit the Rolling Stone with the roll, yo. But now homeless people have like transportation. Oh my God, they have transportation. I, I don't even get how that works. How does that work? Your first week, I think, is free. Your first ride is free. Okay. Your first ride is free, and it char- you either do you know, I can do a monthly service of twenty five a month, unlimited rides and stuff like that. Okay. Or you can pay like, I think it's like a dollar an hour or something like that. It's super cheap. It's wow. something really cheap. And you can leave them wherever. Yeah, it's pretty much like That's a pick insane. up and go. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, it's like it's like zip cars, but it's way more efficient because it's bicycles. Yeah. So it like makes a lot more sense. They've had this before. Like it's kind of like the city bikes they have yeah. in town. This, but this one is, seems this to be way more popular. It's way more popular because literally you can just leave these things anywhere. Like I've literally seen them anywhere. just like sitting like on the side of the road. Like I mean, it's just you can literally pick it up and go. So it's it's a pretty it's a it's a really it's a cool business model. It's a good idea. Yeah, no, it is a good idea. It's uh, it's exploding. So. Um, still under $500 for me. Also, and you might not agree with me on this, but this studio is right next to SeaWorld in San Diego. And so if you wanted to have a little more fun, you could go to SeaWorld. <laughs> we, um, Juliet felt very strongly about this. Um, she was, so hard. did you. I mean, I was only against it because it's the popular thing to be against SeaWorld. Uh. Like everyone kind of feels that way. I'm not sure. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of like the zoo. Like, if the animal's in there for rehabilitation, I get that. That totally makes sense. But I don't know. SeaWorld just seems a little shady. Like, they've literally made a documentary about, like, why it's evil. So, like, I would say that of the things... Evil! I'd say of the things, of the, you know, the kind of zoo animal attractions in the world, I'd say it's one of the dirtier ones maybe i don't know like i know that they don't have a lot of space for the whales and you know i feel like if you have a giant animal like a whale like why would you keep it locked up in a little thing and just doing tricks you know it's kind of seems a little messed up but you know i mean i'm all fan i'm a huge fan of aquariums i just don't know if SeaWorld mm-hmm. is you know a good business for things well so. depending on how you view yourself go to SeaWorld if you want to yeah fine I mean, if you're if you don't care about animals it's fine you know <laughs> well the tickets, uh, they're cheaper on Wednesdays. You can get a Wednesday ticket for $60. So. Oh, $60. Okay. So, yeah, I did the math. So $60 total, to imprison some animals. Gosh. Yeah, I see. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. Support, a, support, support kidnapping Shamu and throwing him in a chlorine tank. Wow. And the man ruined the ozone, and he's burning down the Amazon, and he kidnapped Shamu and put her in a chlorine tank. Okay? And there used to be a way to stick it to the man. It was called rock and roll. That's fine. 
I mean, you do that in like aquariums too. Yeah, like but they're fish. small fish, not a What's giant the whale. Uh, first off, whales are mammals. Okay, no, I I get that. Yeah, but it's do you the know same what concept. classifies an animal as a mammal? You know what like the seven things are. The seven things. Yeah, there's like seven traits that all mammals share. Oh, um, I think I've heard of that before. I don't think I've ever gone through all seven. They have hair on some part of their body or at some time in Where their the life. Where do the whales have hair? Whale hair? Yeah, I mean, when they're, I mean, they have, it's not like, it's not like <laughs> You just see them with like mohawks. And it's <laughs> like, they, they have some cuts. sort of like fur-ish thing. Um, like their teeth? They, no, because killer whales have normal teeth. They're not, um, they're not baleen whales that feed through filter feeding. Uh, you know your stuff. They have, uh, where they're warm-blooded. They um they breathe air. Um, they they have their their um. jeez. Oh There's no computer like giving them this information. No, people. they like, they have this is off the top of the dome. They they don't they don't lay eggs, so they all their pregnant all their their pregnancies are within the mother. Oh. Um, and how many is that? Is that like four? That's like four. I can't think of the others off the top. That's of That's impressive head. though. Yeah, it is Good impressive. For you. Yeah, yeah. I dabble in I dabble in marine biology here and there. I've interesting. We in live the in Arizona, so I've dabbled it's really in the past. Well, I've lived on the coast before. So. The coast? coast. I'm a beach boy. <laughs> beach bum, dude. Okay. Beach boy, aquarium guy. Well, either way, Fish you get like a hundred dollars to do some other things, um, yeah. and so the total for my trip comes out to be like four hundred and forty dollars. You make the drive on Monday morning, June eleventh, and then you can leave whenever on Thursday, June fourteenth. Boom, that's a vacation at a beach, one of the greatest cities in America. For three six five, yeah, three six, six five. five. That's uh. the distance from Phoenix to. San Diego. San Diego. Yes. Which in German means a whale's vagina. They named it San Diego. Which of course in German means a whale's vagina. Hmm. No, there's no way that's correct. Ah, you went there. Ah, ah, jeez. Now it sounds weird because we don't have a girl on the podcast. Usually we do, so we could talk Usually about we, that stuff. What? Usually we have a woman's opinion on that stuff. Yeah, it's just two dudes. Two dudes guys. talking about whales and stuff. We've talked a lot about whales in this episode. Yeah, it's kind of weird. My grandparents actually like put on this huge whale party. They live in like Palos Verdes, California, and like they were part of this like one whale museum, and they would have whale of a day every single year. And it was this huge thing. Sperm and whales. It, it was one of them. Yeah, <laughs> it was one of the whales. And they just had a whole bunch of different whales. Minky we, whales. Well, Palos Verdes is one of like the best places to go, like whale watching. So they I wanted people bird to be watching. Bird watching. Why are you winking at me? I don't know. That's just a term for like checking out ladies is bird watching. Oh, I've never heard that before. Yeah. I guess I've never watched the birds. No, oh, I mean, is that bird... birds and the bees? Is that how? No, it... no, no, no. I've never gotten that. It's birds just, and I the think it's just like a, it's birds and the bees. I think. Like it's how? The... How? Oh, are we the, the bees? Min, I think uh, the men are the bees. Okay. Why are the, the women the birds? I don't know. I think it's a weird. I think it's most. I don't even know if that's a real thing. I think that's just like a thing that like movies and pop culture like popularize as a joke. I, I've, I've never I've, seen a bird and a I've, bee mate before. I don't. That'd well, be weird. Well, I mean, I just don't. I think it's. I don't think anyone's ever gotten a sex talk with the birds and the bees. Like, I don't think that's ever been like seriously done before. I think it's just something that the movies, like Hollywood, told us was something. And they just kind of ran with it. Hollywood. I'd love to know the origin us. of that. I'd love to know the origin. Yeah. Okay. Let me look it up real quick. All right. Keep L- talking. Look though. that up real quick. Um, but I think a big part, 
We should talk a little bit about road trips because I think if you're down to do road trips, you're a little more on the adventurous side and it opens up a lot more doors and opportunities for you to go on a vacation. So, um, actually, oh, okay. So the meaning it's 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 an idiomatic expression and euphemism that refers to the courtship and sexual intercourse. Oh, whoosh. how uh, the birds and the bees talk, simply uh, known as the talk, is generally the event in most children's lives where the parents explain sexual what sexual relationships are. So pretty much, it's just like. Um, it covers the mechanics of reproduction to younger children, relying on imagery of bees pollinating and eggs hatching to substitute for more technical explanation oh. of sexual intercourse. Oh. So, okay. So the birds with the eggs and the bees with the... The birds and the eggs and the, the bees and the birds. The oh, that's not cool because he's in jail because he got he actually got convicted of sexual Oh, yeah, assault. he did. They found hella guilty. Yeah. Take that, Bill Cosby. Jerk. Yeesh. Gosh, what a chotch. Seriously. Um, Big ass chotch. Yeah, I feel weird that I did that now. Yeah. Well, now we know that, so that's good information. I know, we know what the thing is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but uh, like I said earlier, like road trips, if you're down road to do trip. it, it really is a science to it. Like, you can't just, like, be amazing at road trips your first time going. You have to go on a decent amount in order to become good at road trips and make them a lot more easy. And a lot more fun. You know Would the you rules, right? You you guys live by the book? The yeah, book? of course we live by the book. That's a reference to something. I'll throw out that clip in there. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, but um, of course, of course. I think I think you can, you can't, yeah, you can't just pick up on your first road trip. Even if you haven't gone on a road trip in a while, like it's one of those things where it's, it's just acquired art. You know, it's really, it's a lot There's about a patience. To it. It's a lot about patience, a lot about silence, and it's a lot about, it's about timing. And time management on the road. It's it's about knowing when to talk. It's about knowing when to be shit and when to be quiet. <laughs> What'd you say? When, to, when I was about the when to be shut up, when to sh- <laughs> when to shoosh. It's about knowing when to shoosh and it's about knowing when to talk. And it's about knowing when to play music. You know, like it's a balance of those three things, and that's how you get through it. So yeah, as long as you can balance those, then. You're good, but yeah, it is an acquired art, and you do have to go on a road trip where if you really want to get to know someone, it's a great time to get to know someone to go on the road, but also know that be the best version of yourself on the road. Don't be your annoying self. Be courteous. Be courteous. Yeah, yeah. you know, be, be like, a, be, be respectful. Kind, yeah. I mean, you can be yourself, listen to like Be the bigger music. person. Yeah, you know, just communicate to people, because when things aren't communicated, that's when people start getting really frustrated, really annoyed, and that it just n- doesn't become fun. Really, fool? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So it kind of gets like that. So Shampoo is better no, than conditioner. No, is better. <laughs> I make the hair silky smooth. <laughs> um, now, Juliet can't hey, stop us from hey, doing this baby. now. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Mr. Penguin. They're going to take you to the zoo. Treat you real respectable like. Oh, man. Um, we're, never gonna find, we're never so going to find Gwen. Hot. No, we're not. So hot. Want to touch the hiney? Oh! You uh, blew it! You blew it! <laughs> this is now the Billy Madison episode. Yeah. <laughs> Where we you talk about whales, the birds, and the bees, and put Billy Madison. Record, put your little record scratching there. <laughs> All right, cool. all right, Billy Madison. Uh, no, let's uh, let's talk about some tips and advice because you and I both have been on some pretty serious road trips. Didn't we just talk about your tips? We didn't talk about tips for road trips. Oh, I thought we just talk about like being kind, in like that's one like tip. That's that's all there is to it. Listen no, to music. False. 
When do you False. get gas? Black bears. When do you get <laughs> when you're out of gas? No, you always fill up about a quarter tank. That yeah. Yeah. That seems like to Safety be the pretty first. general consensus. Yeah. Road trip essentials as in like food or snacks. Bring a bottle for peeing. <laughs> My roommate actually does that. Yeah. Yeah, it's Yeah. You just get out when you get gas. I don't or or you just pull over the side of the road and Yeah. You know. Make it convenient. Yeah, exactly. And don't go on a trip with someone who has a freaking small bladder. There's so oh, many quamen out there that have small bladders. Oh, you're just like, God dang it. We literally stopped 20 minutes ago. Yeah. You got to hold it. Don't I'm let sorry. him drink anything. You know, if you know you have a small bladder and you have a problem with peeing, just don't, you don't get any water. Yeah. You get to sip water every hour, but you don't get to drink anything. Yeah. Like, if you're feeling dehydrated, then drink something, but don't just be guzzling down stuff. The other thing is, like, Snacks are good, but also you feel like a fat piece of crap if you just snack the entire. I was about to say trip. you gotta balance it. Well, don't eat. Uh, don't eat. Stop for meals, but don't be just snacking the whole time because you're just well, gonna be a fat piece of crap. I mean, sometimes for the driver, you need a snack well, just to be it's entertained. Different, it's different for the driver. Yeah, but I, okay, but, but like from a driver's perspective, like get a snack that will last you a while. Uh, one thing that I've always had, um, it just kind of passed the time. Sunflower, sunflower seeds. seeds. Oh yeah, yeah. big time. Um, chew gum. That's such a dad move. It is a dad move, but it's like fun, you know. You just like kind of see how much you can fill up the cup with all the sunflower seeds you you've feel been spitting. I've never felt daddyish. I felt like hick, country, oh. you know. Put on my trucker hat, and then I spit seeds in a cup, and I spit on you, you orange flavored. Anyways, interesting. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. No, that's good. Um, you know, let. The m- children's laughter lead the way, you know, <laughs> as far as music goes, you know, really see what the people are feeling, pull out some, you know, once you're kind of, you got to, you got to bust out the popular stuff to break everyone in, but then pull out the deep cuts once you get deep on the road. I think know? it depends how long the road trip is for sure, but yeah, definitely. An hour in, bust out the deep cuts. Yeah, so people absolutely. Know what's going on, you know, figure out, find new music. You know, and also like if you're leaving really early, early in the morning, like don't play some like heavy metal or like. Something like bust it out, mm. like ease into the day. That's mm. my advice. I've always liked doing mm. that. Like I've got like a get up in the morning playlist, and it kind of mm. just like soothes you into it, and it's mm. always nice. And then, then you bust it out. Unless you're super. Why excited. would you want to bust out that? Why do you need to bust out the heavy metal at all? Like, I'm 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 just saying that's an wow. extreme example. Maybe some like EDM or some dubstep. Like some people like like to do that. Literally the first song where you get into the car, where it's like, hey, their people are tired and they want to sleep. Maybe play some softer stuff. Just talk, you know? Just be good. Over your morning cup of joe. Exactly. Uh, exactly. Oh, man, this sounds so good. I want to take another road trip. What's the longest road trip you've been on? I made an 18-hour drive in one night. Did you really? Yep, our family did. Oh, your family did? Yep. Okay, so you guys switched off and stuff yep. like that. Well, my What's dad drove it straight. We had an 18-hour trip in one night, though. Your dad drove it? Yeah. Good for From him. Pueblo, Colorado, all the way to Corpus Christi, Texas. Does he like driving? He loves driving. Oh, okay. Yeah. We've also driven all the way from Corpus to Orlando a couple of times. Um, the longest, like, consecutive road trip, though, like, over multiple days was Corpus Christi to Anchorage, Alaska, which was five days. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Five days. Mm-hmm. Just straight driving? Straight driving. Like, yeah. we didn't stop for any touristy stuff. It was straight Holland, Holland. How how long? How many hours in a row would that be? Well, it depended. Like the first couple days, we put in you know like decent hours, like probably thirteen to fourteen hours a day. But then there was one like the last, like the back half, 
was once we like got to Canada, we probably did. There was one day we drove almost like we did another like almost 18 hour day and we hardly slept that right. night. We just we just we were trucking along. We were yeah. like, we're almost there. We just need to freaking make it. Yeah. On uh, when Andre and I were driving back from Cape Cod, he drove the first like so we drove in three days. He drove the first 15 hours. Um, I drove six hours and that was our day one. And then I started off the next day driving 12 hours. Then he finished it off with four hours. Then he drove 11 hours to get. And then that got us to San Francisco. And then I had to drive eight hours from San Francisco back to, like, Orange County. So 12 hours is my record. And I was pretty beat afterwards. I was like, dang, my butt hurts. Yeah. You're you're actually butt hurt at a certain point. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Like, literally butt hurt. Yeah. Yeah. So crazy. I know. What's the longest you've driven straight? I've driven? Um, I don't know. The last time I went on a road trip, I'm with Dave, and Dave drove. Dave was the dad of that trip. Um, I don't know. I haven't driven on a road trip in a while. So. Gotcha. All right. All right. All right. Okay. This is, this is something fun. Uh, best vacation you've ever been on? You go. I go? You go. I I think my cross country road trip is definitely the best vacation or like best trip. We went to Albuquerque, New Mexico. Stayed there for a night. Oklahoma City, St. Louis. Um, we stopped there because Andre had some family there, and we um, went up in the Ark. We caught a uh, St. Louis Cardinals baseball game. Got on the big screen. That was pretty sweet. Then we went to Sandusky, Ohio. Went to Cedar Point, which is the best amusement park in the country then we went to baltimore um my uncle lives over there and so we stayed with him and his family um for a little bit and we went to an orioles game there and then we went to new jersey stayed with our friend and then we went to new york for a week and went to like the book of mormon we went to a mets game we went to the school of rock met josh groban shout out to josh groban such a nice guy sounds like the date of a century it was amazing it took us like two weeks to get there so that was amazing a really underrated and always will be a favorite trip of mine was the road trip me and a couple of my high school buddies took we drove from california to montana because one of my friends has uh his family owns like a house up there right next to the lake and so we stayed there for like two weeks they had a volleyball court in the backyard they had a boat we went wakeboarding they had like eight tvs so we were like just roaming around there they had eight tvs <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> they had ATVs. It was crazy. It was crazy. I was like, why do you need ATVs? Yeah, and then we played this uh, one card game called Mao, and we got addicted to it, and it was fantastic. So we had so much fun. Oh, also we bought like $600 worth of fireworks because we were staying over there on 4th of July, and we lit them all off, and it was awesome because it's legal up there. So it was just that was one of the best trips ever. So mm. those are those are my top two for sure. Hmm. Okay, Andrew. I have a top two. Um, I have a top. I have a top two. I think. Um. I'm um. <laughs> I thought you've been on like a lot of vacations. No, it has. I just trying to think. Uh, mm. Jogging my memory. Have you been to Hawaii? I have twice. Lucky. Lucky. Hawaii's awesome. I love Hawaii. Have you been out of the country? Uh, been to Canada. I don't know the rest. Hot dang. You know, Canada's just the coolest place ever. 
that was a fun trip. Anytime I go with like a trip on my with my extended family, that's always a lot of fun because my cousins are chill AF. Um, so we went to Colorado on a ski trip once to Durango. Yeah, we skied Purgatory, which was a lot of fun. Um, that was just fun because we were just with it was just you know the four cousins were just kicking it, you know. So that was a lot of fun. Um, we also did another one in Estes Park, Colorado, with the with the fam. We kicked it up there for a week. That was a lot of fun. Uh, that was in the summer. Um, yeah, my tr- the trip to trip to Hawaii was a lot of fun. Went last summer with my family. Went to Kauai. That was just a lot of fun, just to kind of take it easy, you know, see some beaches, do some fun stuff with them. So yeah, I'd say those those were my favorites, you know. But I have so many good ones growing up, like road trips to Disney World and um, nice. all that sort of stuff. So yeah, no, a lot of road trips, a lot of col- a lot of Colorado, a lot of Florida, and Hawaii recently. So mm. heck yeah, heck yeah. Okay. Uh, I think a big part of traveling is when you're flying. 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 What do you What do you take on a long flight? Take a book. Xanax. Just to music. <laughs> no. Um, I smoke a crap ton of meth before. Yeah, I don't know. Take music. Take a movie. I don't know. I'm a big. F- I sleep a lot on flights, oh, so like I you. never really get Gosh. through. I never really make it through a movie unless it's like a really long one, but. Then again, like depending on the flight you're on, like Delta has the movies in the back of the seat, which is awesome because you can just watch something there. Um, Alaska Airlines, they do um, the little tablets, which are really cool. So I don't know if you're going on a long flight when it's like you're in the middle of the day, depending on when you fly. Like if I'm flying at night, I'm like I'm just throwing on music and falling asleep. If I'm flying early in the morning, throwing on music, going to sleep. Flying like during the middle of the day, which is rare for me. Um then I'll probably watch a movie or something like that. So, yeah, but just, um, you know, I'm not one to, like, bring a pillow or anything like that. Like, oh, I have a little neck thing. It's like if I remember to bring it, great. If I don't, I am usually can fall asleep anywhere. So Yeah. I mean, I've never brought, like, a neck pillow either, but I'm going to Cambodia over the summer. Cambodia. So I feel like I probably should bring, like, a neck pillow. I've never bought one before, but, I mean, I'm going to be on a plane for, like, 18 hours. So I think it's probably a good idea. I've never done that. Yeah, it's probably a good idea. Yeah, especially for 18, 18 hour flights. That's that's got to be rough. Yeah. So abuse the free snacks and drinks if you can. Really? Oh yeah. I don't think they do the whole free drinks thing anymore. That's that's a myth. They did like on the last flight that I went on. I think Sodas it depends on the airline. Water. Sodas and water. Oh, okay, I always just do water. I don't like airplane food that much, so I just kind of. It's soda. It's like every other soda. I don't like food though on the airplanes. So oh, oh! I've never like ordered an actual meal on an no, airplane. I'm before. like, yeah, screw that. I'll eat in the airport. There you go. I'll buy my sixteen dollar bag of M Ms. <laughs> <in the airport, laughs> yeah. Not on the plane. So freaking expensive. Yeah, but I mean, I, you know, I, I'll bring a, I'll bring a good book. I don't read all the time, but I mean, if I have enough time, I'm just sitting there. I'll probably read a book. The um, good book. The good book. The good book's up there. Yeah, I read that. I, I read, read that your book. <laughs> <laughs> I read your book. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. You also have underrated places to take a trip. What's an underrated place to take a trip? My number one is easily Montana. Easily. 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 I think, a li- okay, that's a good one. I think Taos, New Mexico is awesome. Really good skiing there. Oh, Fun little mountain okay. town. I think New Mexico sucks as a state. Um, <laughs> but I think there's some cool places there. Like, I think Flagstaff's pretty underrated. I think that's a really yeah, cool place. Yeah, that's a good place. place. That's a good place. There's a lot of good. Sedona. That's pretty popular, but also, like, I feel like people outside of Arizona don't really know about it. Um, 
I think overrated places is like Florida. Florida sucks massive, just massively. Thumbs. It's just so freaking <laughs> humid, and it rains for like 20 minutes, and then it'll stop. And it'll rain like three hours later, it'll rain for 20 more minutes. You're just like, this sucks. It's humid and it's wet, and then it's dry, and then it's humid and it's wet again. Yeah. It's like I don't really. I'm not a huge fan of Florida. I went so much growing up, and I always thought I wanted to live there, but then I realized that it's not fun. Yeah. Um. So yeah, no, like Florida's overrated. Um, I think the Jersey Shore, the Jersey Coast is underrated. I think that's some of the best beaches on the East Coast for sure. Yeah. Um, I think underrated is Cape Cod, Massachusetts. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you know Cape Cod, you oh, know Oh, you wear your little Cape Cod shirt. I am wearing my Cape Cod that's shirt. That's cute. Yeah. But I, um, this if, one time I went on a road trip with my buddy Andre, and I almost got a tattooed, the route tattooed on my back. But then my dad was like, no. We actually talked about that in episode one. Throw yeah, with tattoos. One. Yeah, I mean, I think that that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> I think that would be cool. You literally get the route of you driving cross country. Cross country. That'd be get cool. A, get the mountain, all the Mountain Dew cans like as tally marks on your back. How many Mountain Dews you crushed on that trip? Oh, man, I don't even know. I crushed a lot like when I was in Cape Cod. Because we like our roommates would throw like these huge parties, and I didn't drink, so I bought like Mountain Dews. And there was one night where I drank twelve Mountain Dews, and my heart almost That's not stopped. Good for you. It's not, and That's I didn't. You might as well just drink twelve beers. Pretty much, I know. My friend who was like heavily drunk at that time, he's like, "You were unhealthier than I was tonight." Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, well, I couldn't fall asleep." Just do some shots of tequila or something. You no, know? that's disgusting. It tastes gross. Tequila, okay. tequila. 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 But I think if you've been to Cape Cod or you're from the East Coast, you kind of know that Cape Cod is like a premier Beast destination. Beast Coast. Beast Coast. Least Coast. I'm just kidding. East Coast, Beast Coast. West Coast, Best Coast. But you kind of have an idea that Cape Cod is a pretty cool place. It was... The where they shot the movie Jaws, so it's got some good beaches, and over the summer it's beautiful, and there's so much cool stuff to do well, there. Well, specifically, they shot it in Martha's Vineyard. Yeah, well, that's still part of the Cape. I know. I'm just saying that's specifically. I know. So just like just for the people back home. But if you live anywhere else in like the United States, you really probably don't know where Cape Cod is because so many people came up to me and they're like, "Oh, how was Florida?" And I'm like, "I don't know. I wasn't there. <laughs> Couldn't tell you." And so, what? No. But Cape Cod is definitely underrated if you don't even live on the East Coast. So I think it's overrated because you talk How about dare it. You? you talk about it so much. Well, you've never been there, so you wouldn't know. Me, 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 me. I think that um, Colorado Alaska is overrated. Got him. I think it is too. <laughs> it's not that great. Go in the summer; it's nice, but it's not the greatest thing. Um, yeah, I'd say that. One place I really want to go is the Oregon coast. Actually, that was my first plan for the road trip was the Oregon coast. It's just it's so much farther that you just already tack on so much more for gas. You're you're paying about three hundred in gas, and you know it's still you hit you could if you had a little bit more money if you went with some people that know like if you went if you let's say you go with three people and each of you has a budget of five hundred bucks you could make the Oregon coast trip really cool. You could start at the northern part of the coast and work your way down south. And just see some beautiful stuff. Like the beaches there, I mean, they look beautiful. That's always one thing I've wanted to see. I love the Pacific Northwest. You know, just like you got the trees and they're right next to the beach. You got those really cool sand dunes that are just like randomly out there. The dunes. 
I don't know. That, to me, Broken would be a really Cactus. fun trip. So that's one place I really want to visit. I feel like is underrated. Yeah. I want to go to the south. I heard uh, New Orleans is just fantastic and just so much just fun. Fantastic. So it's much just culture. fantastic. So much culture. They got some great gumbo So down much there. culture. So much culture. We got so stuff. much culture. Yeah, man, down this swamp. We got some big old gators, man. Kill some mm, gators. Kill some gators. Welcome to the swamp. Yeah, my name's Jimbo. I'm swamp. Yeah, go Tigers. G-E- a U X. Go Tigers. Boom. Okay, cool. Raging Cajuns, dude. That's Got him. Slap on the knee. Whoosh, 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 As a knee slapper, if I've yeehaw! ever heard one before. Whoa, All that's, right. Um, underrated places to visit in Texas San Antonio. Best city in Texas by far. Really? Far and far and Better above. than Houston. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Um, underrated beaches. I'd say Pensacola, Florida, beautiful beach. If you're looking for a, a Gulf Coast beach, I'd recommend Pensacola, Florida. Um, you're looking for an East Coast beach, like I said, um, Ocean City, New Jersey. And West Coast beach, um, anywhere in California is fine. Oh, you yeah. know, San Diego probably has prettier beaches. I'd say San Diego. I don't you know. know. I don't know. I've been to both. I, I mean, know. San Diego, yeah, I mean, hard to beat San Diego, but you got, like, Huntington Beach. The Santa Monica Pier is awesome. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, make your way over there. You can't go wrong with any of the Southern California beaches. So, um, that's cool. All right, we're about to wrap up here. Andrew, do you have any final thoughts? What's been on your mind? What's been on my mind? Um, you know, just thinking about stuff. Um... Yeah, you've been thinking about girls. Couple of <laughs> couple of artists you guys should check out. Ralph Castelli. It's a stage name for a guy I went to high school with. Really good stuff. If you're into Boom. Lumineers, you're into Vance Joy. Check him out. He's on Spotify. He's about to blow up. So tell your friends. Figure out who he is now, and then tell your friends when he's big that like I knew about him because I heard it about him on a podcast. Um, <laughs> other stuff. Hope you guys are have, planning out a fun summer. You know, give your definitely put in some work. You know, because when everyone else is sitting around not doing anything be putting in work this summer you know summer's a great time to get ahead in life and stuff but also give yourself some time for certain adventures you know kind of be be spontaneous you know have some fun for sure yeah don't be one of those people who are just saying like i worked and saved up money like over the summer like even if you do work you can do some pretty fun stuff so make sure you put away some time for yourself make a cool vacation here or there um final thought since you gave a personal recommendation of some artists from your high school i'll do the same um shout out to colette lush she actually dropped her first um single on spotify it's called come through and it's a it's a banger so she's an incredible singer and she's a singer songwriter right now she's probably going to be big i i have a really good feeling about it everybody really did in high school so she's she's a ginger and she wants everybody to know it so definitely look up colette lush that's c-o-l-e-t-t-e L-U-S-H. All I gotta uh. say is poop diddy scoop, whoop diddy poop scoop, shoop diddy whoop. Oh. Yeah. Buddha bada skidamona. No. Damn. I was just making up stuff. <laughs> no, that's that's literally Kanye's verse from his song Lift Yourself. Is it really? Yep. You memorized it. Good for you. Yeah. I played it for <laughs> Cooper today and he was like, What is this? He that's not even I, rap. I knew it's it just mumble. It's it's the theater it's of gibberish. the absurd. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to play that song as we exit out of this podcast. Episode 9 of Something Different. Yeah, we talk about traveling Vegas, and everything baby. you need to know. He's Andrew Hanks. I'm Troy Linson. Shout out to our girl, Juliet Steinhauer, who could not be here. Pour one out for her. But we'll catch you later this week for episode 10. It's the finale. Carl's Jr. Watch this.
Whoop-dee-scoop Scoop-dee-dee-whoop Whoop-dee-scoop-dee-poop Poop-dee-scoop-dee-scoop-dee-whoop See you next week Same bad time, same bad station